Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Here's something that's kind of non-COVID related. Uh, related. And we have spoken before on the show about, you know, uh, I suppose, you know, people driving cars and or uh, licenses and what age the license should actually be taken off somebody but take a listen to this message that we got in right and it says hi Niall I was recently in a minor collision thankfully it wasn't too serious um, and nobody was hurt there was a bit of damage done to my car but the man who hit into me was 72 years of age when he got out of his car to assess the damage I could see that he was quite frail looking he struggled walking and without sounding insulting he wasn't he was very old looking I felt sorry for him, and I didn't make too much of a deal about the car once everyone was okay. But it got me thinking that the man shouldn't be driving a car. He rear-ended me, and I can only assume his reactionary responses were not quick enough, or he got distracted while driving. Uh, Maybe you could talk about elderly drivers on your show. I don't want to seem insensitive, but I believe there should be a cut-off age for driving, because it was clear to me that this man was dangerous on the roads. Now, there are people who are dangerous on the roads. Yes, there is no doubt as we get older, our reaction times are slower. Uh, in Ireland currently at the moment, for anyone who applies for a license from the age of 60 to 66, the license will expire when they reach to 70. Drivers aged between 67 and 69 who are granted a license will have it only for three years. Any driver wishing to apply for a license over 70 will either have to uh, do a, get a three or a one-year license. This is subject to certification of fitness to drive by a GP. Now, the GP will generally just take your eyesight and he will probably give a general fitness statement, of course, for you to get your license. Some people say that a person's license should be taken away uh, once they're 70 years of age. Now, I know there are people who have driven over the age of 100. And other people believe that they should have to reset a driving test every two to three years once they reach 70 to ensure they're competent on the road. Uh, There's also an argument for ageism, with some saying it is discrimination to target someone's driving purely because of their age. They say they are, there are many people out there who are more capable of continuing to drive as normal than maybe some young people out there. So what do you think? I mean, there was, look, there was a story there. I remember we talked about this about two years ago. A very sad story. Where an elderly couple... Um, I think they were both in their 70s. I think the man might have been 80 who was driving the car, drove the wrong way up a motorway um, with a caravan attached to the back of their car. And they hit an oncoming car with a family in it and everybody was wiped out. Uh, It was a terribly sad story, but that whole conversation then came up at the time. Should people, you know, who are that age have a license? Because we would be fools to argue that you don't, you know, lack concentration as you get older. Of course you do. As you get older, your reaction times slow down. They did an experiment many years ago, uh, drink driving versus age driving. And um, they they compared it, say, for every year over the age of 70, for the average older person, it's like having a pint of beer or whatever. They did a comparison, if you know what I mean, to your reaction times. But let me know what you think, anyway. And the question, quite simply, is, I mean, look, he's suggesting that a a driver should be essentially banned over the age of 70. Do you believe people over 70 should have to reset a test every two or three years rather than just have to give a, you know, a certificate from a doctor? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Andy, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Andy? Not not so bad now. Good. Uh, How are you? Are you angry today, or I, I'm I'm quite angry. To, you know, I spent a day out on the road, fourteen hours, oh, looking shit. at sort of general bad driving standards across the across society now. 
Do you, think, um, do you think Irish drivers are... If you, I mean, look, you've been to England, Spain, France, probably most places around Europe. Do you think, generally speaking, we're worse than most? Um, I, I'm going to say no. I, I think there's a huge... I think as a society, we're getting far more aggressive in our driving style and standards. And I think far more people uh, sort of think it's quite all right to use mobile phones uh, as they drive around the place. So when we compare... You know, and the point you made about drink driving and how that affects your reaction times, you know, there's the biggest fallacy going about drink driving now, and let's just say I have seen lots of people suffer through drink driving. Alcohol is a behavioural disinhibitor. So the problem is, it's not about people's reaction times on the drink, it's about the, the risks they and take. And the, de- the decisions the they, they make. Yeah, the decisions they make, yes. The decisions they make. All the speed, they just drive dangerously because they think that they're great, and all of a sudden... They've now got a vehicle flying around the road, which can wipe out crowds of people. But, you know, they think they're fine. And that's another problem with alcohol. When people take alcohol, they think they're okay. And that's another thing. So that's all I'm going to say on alcohol. Um, when it comes to driving standards, older people's driving standards, just because you're a poor listener, somebody bumps his car today, I can go on after case after case after case of fatalities on this road. You know, and it's, and it's the vast, vast majority of do not include old people. They're, they're include, generally young people, yes. Well, they're not even generally young people. Well, they are. I mean, didn't, they, didn't they look at this some years ago? I mean, uh, the, I'm not saying the average, but, you know, the young lad, 18 to 25, is probably the highest risk, isn't he? Because you, you become, you only become an experienced driver statistically when you hit about 100,000 kilometres driven, and that, if you average out, sort of says, if you pass your test 17, you do 12,000 a year. By the time you're 25, you, you've knocked in 100,000 kilometres. And therefore, you've got the experience on the road of various traffic situations that allows you to react appropriately. You know, most people, the vast majority of people to react appropriately in, in the various circumstances. You know, I'm on the road a long, long time at this stage. You know, I drive various different vehicles. And, I, you know, from push bikes to motorbikes to, you know, trucks and attics. And I, I, I understand pretty much most of the traffic situations are out there. But, you know, I wasn't perfect as a, as a young person. What what you get when you get older is experience on the road, and experience is vital to safety. So the whole point of old people being kicked to touch because they're old is it's just ridiculous. Um, and I will say, of course, and it's not the reason why I'm saying all this, but I just maybe to sort of you know highlight a point. My mum hit eighty this year, and her driving is I'm not I say I, I would pick holes in it um, because I'm quite critical of people's driving. Um, but she's she's, but she's, she's no worse than anybody else. Is what you're pointing to. Absolutely no worse than anybody else. Yeah, and, and that's and that's fine. And and there are a lot of eighty-year-olds and ninety-year-olds who are very copus mentis. And yep. but but in saying that, we would be defying biology and denying biology and scientific evidence if we didn't say that but when you reach seventy years of age, your reaction times generally right. for the okay. average person slow down. Yeah, exactly. And that's why you know when you. Yeah, you know, if your reaction times are slow, we could be under medication. You know, we could be feeling unwell, and people still drive off to take medications and feel unwell. Most people should, you know, increase their sort of, you know, travel travel distance behind the vehicle in front to allow, you know, and slow down for allow to allow for a safety margin. But people people obviously don't do that as much as they should. Um, back to back to the sort of. Okay, but, 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 but hang on, Andy. I'm, I'm not suggesting like this guy that we should ban older drivers, right? But surely, would it be logical to say that you have to resit a test maybe every five years right. when you get to 70? Right. 
Why? 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 Because people's driving time is... Well, I'm not saying the same test. I'm not saying the, like your initial test, but certainly, uh, you know, a test that tests your reaction times. Well, well, maybe bring that in as part of the, the medical, you know. And like, that's the other thing, like, you know, medicals are required for professional drivers every five years. I mean, there's only two people that can take your license off you now, isn't there? And, and, and one of them is a judge and the other one is a doctor. So, you know, if you, well, if you bus drivers can only drive up to 70, isn't it? Is it is it 70 for bus and coach drivers? Am I wrong? Um I I I would say the problem you'd have is would be insurance for, for anybody older older than that. Although, yeah, and, yeah, and actually, the reason the reason actually, being But actually now, and I'm going to say I'm just going to actually correct you because I would say I know plenty of drivers that are, you know are retired from let's say well, you know, that will be over 70. But still drive professionally, so I know yeah, a lot, a lot of guys can. who retire from bus errand will will go on to drive, you know, for private companies. But but yeah, in but, etc. So, but I think I think it's only for about five years. Now, if there's a bus driver listening, can you qualify or clarify? I think you can't do it over the age of seventy. I would say I've had drivers in my I'm going to say my classroom. And that sounds a bit too much, but um, I've, I've had drivers on. I'm going to say it now, CPT training courses, which is one of the other things that I did, um, that would have been over 70 that still drive professionally. What about HGV so, so, drivers? Uh, and, and, is and there likewise. an age limit on that? No, you, you have to get your license. You have to get, you have to get, basically you get tested every five, you, you know, if you've got every a class your license, it's every five years. Uh, subjects, I mean, your, your truck and bus license, there's a code on the license, code 101, which means subject to ongoing medical renewals and that's it. You know, you have to go every five years. And I'm going to say, I think it's, I think it's every year once you get to 70. Okay, well, well, stay there a second. Let me just go to Jude as well. Jude, you're on Classic Kids. Hey, doing, Jude? That's about it all now. Uh, okay, so this guy had a bit of a clink today with somebody he reckons was about 72 years of age. Now, he did say the man was quite frail and he struggled to walk without sounding insulting. That's what he said. He said he looked very old, right? Okay, now, he suggested banning drivers over the age of 70. I wouldn't say that. But, I mean, at the moment, you have to get, well, a doctor's certificate to get your licence. I mean, should people have to sit a test? I think so. Now, everyone makes mistakes, most of all, even young drivers. So just because you're old doesn't mean you're a crap driver. But I think there should be more stringent tests, say when you get to 70 or 75, for sight, hearing, and most of all, no, yeah, most important of all, your reaction time. Well you, do, well, you do have to get a certificate from a doctor or a GP to say that your eyesight is good. Or yeah, that if you wear glasses, that you wear them all the time. Yeah, but they, a doctor doesn't do um, doesn't do a say a stringent test for to see how quick your reactions are. No, no, no. So you could have great eyesight, but your reaction time is crap. That's no good if you're driving on the road. Mm. Some older, not every older person, but there are a lot of older people out there that are absolutely brutal drivers. You see some of them on the motorway, you see some old fella, and he's driving. You know, he's driving so slow. Jeez, hopefully you're no spring chicken yourself, by the way. But go on, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not an old fella. But what I'm saying, am I an old fella? I'm fifty six. Am I an old fella? No. No. What, um, what age do you become an alpha? I'd say from about 75 or Oh, okay. All right, okay. I saw some young one sitting in the middle lane or, or you know, up the M- M50 this morning as well. It, you know, sitting, the, the lane discipline on the motorway is generally crap at all age limits, you know. Yeah. Very few people drive in lane one, which is the correct lane to be driving in. So, you know, it was, yeah. It was and that was a young one. Okay, yeah. Sorry, so good to finish what you're saying, Jude. Go on. It's just, but it's like, somewhere, uh, they drive in the slow lane, right? You can't over, or they drive in the fast lane, right? It's, and they're really slow. You swear they're curb crawling for prostitutes for that sort of driving <laughs> that slow, you know? And you're wondering, do they not realise, run a motorway, people want to overtake, but they can't overtake because you're driving at that speed in front of them. And what, you, you, do, you just think they're taking life a little bit slower, yeah? 
Yeah, like, drive in the slow lane. And some of them oh, are time. My down. father used to always say to me, always beware of man with cap. I don't know where that came from. So I think he was talking about a Sunday driver. But do me a favour, stay there for a second, dude. Let me just go to, uh, is it Helena? Helena, yes. Hi, Helena. Uh, How okay. are you? Now, you're 73. I'm 73, yes. And you're the only other person called Helena that I know, apart from my producer's name is Helena. Yes, we had a, we, I had discussed that with, you, with Helena already, and I've met two other Helenas, I think. And you know what annoys Helena an awful lot, right? Every day uh-huh. she's emailing politicians or emailing, you know, spokespeople for this, that, and the other for the daytime show, and they always respond, thanks, Helen. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Le- or Lena. Lena, yeah, she's had that one too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. So, Helena, you're 73, um, and you, you think you're a good driver. Jude reckons you should have to do a test now in two years' time. No, I, I don't think so. If, if, if it's, I, when I get to 75, if I feel myself that I'm not able to drive, or if I'm not safe on the road, then I would not drive. Mm. And I think an awful lot of, of I, you know, I hear, I hear this, about, oh, once you get to 70, you're an old one. You are, you are aged, yes. But not every 70-year-old is the same. So you, you can't just generalise and say, oh, every 70-year-old is, is, is an old one. Jude is, an Jude, one. is Helena an old one? I think she's getting there, yeah. I am there. I am there, in, I suppose, in years. But I don't feel 73, and I certainly don't think I'm a dangerous driver. I know, and don't. Pam? Most drivers don't think that they're. Well, yes, yeah, but like, I, I, at the same time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we all think we're the best drivers in the world, to be honest with you. No, I wouldn't Go. say I'm the best driver in the world, but I know, like, that I, I'm not a dangerous driver. And I've seen 20 year olds, 30 year olds, 40 year olds, you could, every decade, you could say on the road. And there you'll, you'll find every decade, people of every decade are dangerous on the road. Mm. I mean, I see people on the road in, in, a, in an 80, 80, I see people on the road driving in an 80 uh, uh, kilometre zone at 50 and 60 kilometres. That annoys me because I think if you're in a 50 zone, you drive 50. If you're in 120, you drive at 120. I, I know I know. recently on the late, well, when I say recently on the late, late show, it was about a couple of years ago back, they had the, the four oldest people in the country, Jude, and one of them, a chap, Jay-Z, he looked all right, to be honest, he was 104, I think, or 105, and he drives. Yeah, well, no, I, I don't, I don't, honestly, But he seemed copus mentis, well, reasonably copus mentis for his age. Yeah, but, but that doesn't mean you're a great driver. No, okay, so would you, uh, like, if Helena was your mum, would you, would you trust her? Would you say to her, listen, ma'am, you know, you'd want to start rethinking about driving now. You know, I think you should stop. Well, my old stick doesn't drive up my... Your old uh, stick? Does. She doesn't... Well, how old is your old what's stick? Your, what's your my old, old stick? stick is... His mother. All oh, right, okay. How old is she? What? 69. 69, okay. Yeah. And well, how, old is your, how old is your old pop? Uh, Pops is 74. Right, Okay. And do they drive, both of them? Yes, their pops does, but he doesn't drive as much now. He, he doesn't drive as, for, as like long distances because um, his eyesight he, is great. Like He doesn't wear glasses, but in the car when he's driving, he has to wear glasses because they layer off the road. Right. I, wear, I wear glasses all the time. I wear glasses all the time. I get my eyes tested regularly. Uh, and my doctor knows me uh, for, for who I am and what I am. So I, I, yeah, when I got to 70, I, was, I kind of felt offended when yeah, I got to 70. So, so when you got to 70, you had to go to your doctor and get a certificate for health. Exactly. And, and what does your doctor, can, can you explain that process to me? So you go into your doctor and you say, listen, I need to get a driver's license. Can you give me a certificate? What does he do? 
Uh, she, takes she, her she, blood, sorry. she takes her blood pressure. That was very assumed. That was I assumed that was a male. That was wrong of me. Sorry. She, yeah, she, yeah, go on. she, she takes your blood pressure. She look at your eyes to see, you know, just to, uh, check your hearing. Yeah. Uh, the usual normal kind of a checking that your guests have been whatever. Right. And uh, then she gives. She'll say, right, okay, you, you're, and she, and she knows me as well. So your eyesight and your hearing, basically, that's it. Your eyesight and your hearing. Yeah. Okay, so there's nothing to do with. Sorry, Andy, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Andy. Yeah, I was going to say for for, for for drivers medical, you get checked for diabetes, and you get an eyesight test which checks your peripheral vision as well. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And 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 what it also and a really very very important point now that everybody should sort of not fail to remember is med driver medicals are all subject to self declaration in other words you know your doctor can't hasn't got time to go through a full you know let's say rundown of you so there's a big list of questions but see but, but older people are more likely to be on medication than younger people um, so you and, know, and that's yes, that's true. Won't disagree with that. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yes. Yeah, and and yeah. a lot of that medication can make you a little bit woozy. You know what I mean? Dizzy and you know and, what I mean? And 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 that's the whole point about intoxicants. And and you're not meant to drive whilst in the influence of intoxicants. But that, again, that's self-declaration, and, isn't it? That's up to you to. And, and no, because it's down to the doctor to when you're being prescribed anything. And this is again the stuff that I sort of talk about on a regular basis. If you're taking any sort of form of medication, if it's you know a prescription from a doctor then you should be checking with your doctor, is it going to affect your driving? And secondly, if you're getting over-the-counter meds from a pharmacist, then you should be checking with the pharmacist. I mean, Helena, do, do you think your reaction time is as good? How long are you driving, by the way, Helena? Uh, since 75. Okay, so do you think your reaction time has changed in the last 45 years? Has it changed? When it comes to driving? Yeah, I mean, like if something, a child ran out in front of you, or a ball, or a, a truck pulled out in front of you, do you think you can react just as well now as you did, sorry, 45 years ago? Uh, probably not. I mean, it's I, more, know, actually, it's 55 I, I, years ago, sorry. Not. Yeah. Probably not. I don't know. I mean, I, recently I, I was coming down my own road, and this guy came out, a young guy, came out of, of, of a side road right in front of me. And all I could do was go to the other side of the road. I'm looking look enough there was no other car coming. Okay, so you kind of swerved rather than stopped. I had to swerve yeah, to okay. get away from him. And, and, and before, yeah, yeah, a couple enough. of months ago, the same thing happened to me. And she was a nurse, actually. I was going down my road again. She came out of the side road. I was on the main part of the road. She was on the side road. Came straight out in front of me. Now, looking up at that stage, because she was very near me, I had to swerve right over, but there was another road opposite me that I could go into. Okay, but as you get older... You would admit, as you get older, you know, I mean, because I'm 56 now, and I know from the time I was 30, get, as the years go on, you start to feel those little extra aches and pains here and there, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. We just, can we just address those two instances? Yeah, we, we, we will, I will in a second, Andy. I will, I will in a second. But, I mean, the point I'm making is, Alina, when you get to a point where you think, or you're honest enough with yourself in your own mind to think that maybe I shouldn't be driving a car anymore, will you be honest and actually stop driving, or yes. do you think you'll change yes. your arm? Yes, I will. No, no, I'll, I'll stop. Okay. Myself, I will stop. There's a reason that I, I, like I believe. That. I believe if you're a danger on the road, you should not be on the road. Okay, sorry, Andy. You want to address the two yeah, instances? Want, yeah, I mean, who was who was at fault there? Was it Helena, or was it the two people? Oh, it was the two people that pulled out in front of her. What age are the two people that pulled out in front of her? One, the, the, on a yesterday, the, he was a lad about in his twenties with an right. end plate up. Right. And a few months ago, a woman in her mid thirties, early forties. Right. Possibly so, pulled out in front of me on both occasions. I had to avoid them. Exactly. So thank heavens that Helena's still got her reactions that are good enough to ensure that she can take 
proper evasive manoeuvres when other idiot drivers... And, out and by the way, can I mention that, you know, you're saying whose fault it is. According to the rules of the road, you should be going slow enough that if anybody pulls out in front of you, you can stop. Well, it's a system. Yes, well, I'm yeah. afraid that it's actually doesn't happen now. Oh, I know it? that, I know that, but that's the rules of the road, isn't but it? But I'll so. tell you, ride a motorbike and you'll soon... Oh, no, I rode... Do you know what? And here's my theory, by the way, about motorbikes, right? I think, I was going to say everybody should learn to drive a motorbike, but, but I think those people, like myself, I used to race motorbikes but when I was in my 20s. I used to do motocross race and I did sidecar race and all sorts of stuff. And, and I drove a motorbike constantly all the time. I had to get off it because I was going to kill myself. But those people who dro- drive motorbikes end up being better drivers in cars because they're more observant. Because when I'm driving a car, unlike many drivers, I'm looking at a road, you know, if I'm going to say a dual carriageway, I'm looking at entrances a mile ahead to see if anybody's pulling out because as a motorcyclist, I know they can't mm. see me. So, I, so for, yeah, so for the rest of your but life, you, you're kind of overconscious. Yeah, but do you not think some motorcyclists go too fast? Oh, absolutely. Well, I've been, absolutely, I've been, on, I've, been on, I've been on motorways and I go down to Kerry or I go to Galway or whatever and I'm on a motorway and I'm going at 120. I keep, you know, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at 80, 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Zoom. Zoom. And this, this person Helena, on mo- people on motorbikes. Absolutely. Grams. Listen, Helena, when I was driving a motorbike at 20 years of age, mind you, we were different times. There was hardly any guards on the road. Yeah. And, yeah. Nobody, and your, speed, your driver's license didn't even have your picture on it in those days. I could tell you, I was driving at 130 and 140 miles an hour. Yeah. Exactly. I was driving like a, that, I was a lunatic. Time, and at that time, the speed limit wasn't even 120. No, it, on well, no that was miles an hour. Miles yeah, an hour. Miles I, an hour. I know. Yeah, yeah, I was a, a nutcase. Yeah. Because I was 20 years of age, I was mental, and I had a yeah. motorbike and thought I was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah what well, motorbike did you have? What did I have? I th- my, my last motorbike was a Paraval 350. Well, I had a 350 LC. So. Yeah, yeah. Widowmaker. They were nicknamed Widowmakers. That's right, because so yeah. many people died on them, bloody things. Not, yeah. not yeah. surprised, yeah. Yeah, and I, I did have a Katana a 750 at mm. one stage. Oh, yeah. I had a, a Suzuki X7. Um, which is I had a an 250 X7 as well, the GT250, yeah, 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 yeah. And I yeah. had. And I have driven a 1.4 a, a car uh, since I bought a car, my first car. Oh, he's, 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 and that's uh, that's as high the engine as go 1.4. See, I don't know what it is about men, Helena, but we we just have this thing that we need to go fast. <laughs> I, I know, I know, don't I know it well? I have I have yeah. three sons. My first motorbike was a DT125. Yeah. I had a DT-175. Yeah, there you go, see? Yeah, and then yeah. I, when I was doing the motocross racing, I had an XT-500, I had a Mako yeah. 250, um, I had, um, what did I have? I had a Suzuki, was it an Orex 250? I'm trying to remember the name of an Orex, I can't remember the name. And then we had, uh, when I was doing the sidecar racing, we, it was a special bike that was made in Germany, and it was called a Wasp, and it had a Norton 900 single-cylinder engine. And that was a kickstart. You can imagine trying to kickstart. Kick back on the single. uh, You'd break your leg on the kickstart. Okay, Mm. okay. Let me just go to um, Neil. Um, Neil, is it Neil? Yeah, Neil, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Neil? How are you doing, Neil? Good. Neil, I mean, okay, do you believe that people over the age of 70 should have to resit a test? I don't think they should resit the driving test. Okay. You know, going out through the lessons. Yeah. I was just telling, is it Ashling and Helena? Yeah. There. That I had to retake the Irish test at fifty-six years old. Why? After after driving for thirty-two years, because I detect an accent in your voice. 
Um, I was originally from Galway. I'm, I'm from Galway. I'm back in Ireland after being gone since 1984. You were obviously uh-huh. in the United States. I went to the States, but then I traveled globally. I drove globally for the last uh-huh. 30 years. Okay. So. See, I, sorry, I, to interrupt, I don't think that you should have had to sit your test after driving abroad and everything else. But, yeah. you know, that's yeah. another stupid thing. I didn't thing, think so either. As far as I'm concerned. And your insurance. Yeah. You, you to, lose no, your no-claims bonus after two that's years, right. which is stupid Everything as well. Is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but I, had a, I had a license, and um, I actually had to take the driving test. It's called the reduced EDT. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. So even though um, I had a Swiss driver's license, they did take my U.S. driver's license, sorry, driver's license, and said, yep, no bother. You're fully Yeah. So then um, when I came to Ireland, they said, yeah, we do have reciprocity with Swiss. But because of your original one, driving test was done in the States, we're not going to take it. You have to do the reduced EDT. All right, okay. So six lessons, you know, with the driving instructor. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then off to take the test. So Did you pass it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. First time. Oh, yeah, no problem. Look, they listen to the confidence in that, Helena. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, but here's the thing. Helena, do you think you'd pass a driving test now? I think so. Because myself and Helena last year, we had an argument on the air about this. So we both went and did a driving test right. as if it was a real test. We failed. Helena fa- Now, no can way. I just point out, Helena failed miserably, right? Because she drove up onto the footpath, okay? <laughs> 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 Now, I have, a, I have a, va- a valid excuse. I've been driving automatics. She's shouting in my ear. What are you shouting for, Lena? Because I, I think I deserve my right to reply to this. I'm not letting you just defame me while you talk how great you are. So, yeah, I'll admit I did mount a curb. <laughs> All right. I'll admit that it was a bad moment. But let's remember that you cut out at a light and couldn't restart your car. No, what happened was I've been driving automatics probably for the last 15 to 20 years. Excuses. And the car was a manual. Now, if I had been given, you know, an hour with it, I would have been fine. No. Right? But I got straight into a manual car, which I hadn't driven in about five or five years. I was grand I could drive it because I did drive manual cars. And what happened was I was pulled away to set of traffic lights. The car cut out in the middle of the intersection. So he failed me. But that wasn't the only reason you failed. We both failed miserably. And this is really bad. And I suppose Helena has a point in, like, you know, that 20 and 30, 40 year olds are bad drivers because... Observation. Some, not all, not all. Uh, many of us, Helena. Uh, look at two Helenas <laughs> arguing with each other, for God's sake. Isn't, isn't there these acuity, uh, acute uh, eye tests you take? And there was also um, uh, like a reactionary test. You don't have to be driving. It's, it's a visual field test. Oh, okay. And you can do these reactionary when you see the dot, you know, you press the button. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And you either pass or fail that. I mean, if you fail it, there's obviously something wrong with your reactionary time. Now, yeah. this is not done... It's not age discriminatory. I remember my grandfather giving up his license here in Ireland when he turned 72, I believe. Yeah. And he was, he was really devastated because he lost his mobility. But he lose he, your, I mean, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, Helena would lose her independence, I'd yes, imagine. it was independence, better word. Yes, better word, well, the, the independence. Thing my, the thing is, my car sits outside my door probably four days out of the week and right. nobody drives it. So how many miles a, I, a year are you putting on your car? <laughs> or kilometers? Well, kilometers, I think, seven, seven and a half to 8,000. Oh, well, that's not too car, bad. I bought my car in 181. Right. And uh, in 2018. And I said, now, this is going to see me out because when I get to the stage where I can't drive, I won't be driving anymore. So this will do me. But, uh, like, it's... Do you know many... Do you, you want to guess, guess how many kilometers I've done in uh, my car at the moment? I have 18 months. 
I wouldn't have a clue. Probably with, let's see, kilometres. Kilometres. 60. I've done over 90,000 kilometres in, yeah. in less than just... On, no, it'll be actually it'll be two years in September. Yeah, but you but see, don't, I don't, I don't, don't think, work now. I'm retired, yeah, so I yeah. don't use my car every day. I live in a town. Yeah, sorry, Neil. What are you trying to say there? Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is uh, when I was living over there in Switzerland, living in Basel, right? And they have absolutely premium, premium public transportation. Yeah. yeah. You can get anywhere from anywhere in that country and, and the surrounding. But you can't do that in Ireland. So you're really restricted on, on what are you going to do? Yeah. Do I give up my license? And do I lose my mobility or my, um, uh, what did you say earlier? Independence. Independence, yeah, yeah. And, but if, the, if there was better public trans- transportation, you know, trams and, and trains, mm. uh, you, there would probably be more people giving up the license. Mm-hmm. Well, and more people yeah. wouldn't be driving on the road either because it's easier to get from one spot to the next. Yeah. If, if, I did if very you, little driving in, in Switzerland. If you live in a town and, and there's a fairly good bus service, which we, we do, and we're lucky enough to have, then, as I say, I would very seldom use my car. I, the, exactly. I, mean, I would use my car maybe to drive to Wexford if I was going away for a weekend or to Galway for a weekend or to Kerry. But other than that, to, to the local shop, maybe up to Navan or, or into Leakstead, or, you know, those kind of short drives. I mean, I, I don't... They're dangerous hell roads, by the way, them, Helena. Ah, they're good enough. They're <laughs> that good that enough. road up to Navan and Slane and up around RD, and uh, they're, they're dangerous hell roads, Kells. Uh, yeah, which when you're from the country, you get used to those kind of Ah, uh, yeah, I suppose you get... You know. yeah. What was it years ago, <laughs> my dad used to say, the car knows its way home. It does. That's right. Yeah. 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 I think, was it Helena that said that these people that drive... when I, I live on, uh, on a, uh, a national road. Okay. That's that's a hundred, but the people driving forty and sixty kilometers yeah. on them, it's just deadly. They're just as well, dangerous as the people who speed. Absolutely, but no, there's no policing of it. And other countries you go to, you see, you must be driving this minimum speed. Mm, yeah, there, it's like I, there well, is I no minimum speed. Would you Would you like to do a test, Selena, to see would you pass it? <laughs> Out of curiosity, like there's uh, great study materials. <laughs> I don't know if I'd put myself through that now at this stage. I might get palpitations or something from trying to... Because I remember the first time going back when it's I was... Very nerve-wracking, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, I don't think I'd like to... Unless I had to do it now, I wouldn't do it, no. Right, okay, okay. Right, not okay. that I... Not that I no, hold on, no, I, I, the reason I wouldn't do it... No, I know, it's not that you're afraid you'd fail, it's because no, you get nervous, no. of course. I probably, yeah. I probably would fail. Yeah, because you'd but make mistakes not, under pressure. Because, but that still would not make me a bad driver. No, no, not at all. Well, look, no, I just told yeah. you I failed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped in the middle of an intersection. Everybody beeping at me and I couldn't get the car back into gear. And the, <laughs> the engine cut out and everything. And you can imagine what they were calling you. Yeah, and I'm looking at the guy going, he's going to fail me on this. Just yeah, no maybe point. everybody should start driving them automatics. Yeah, well, I've been... I have no sense why, why so many... Manual cars in Ireland. Yeah, why? What is it about Ireland and England, particularly? I don't know. Right? Nowhere else in the world, really. Really. Well, no. Australia actually they tend to drive a lot of manual cars too, mm-hmm. but Ireland and England, generally speaking, everywhere else in the world, everybody drives automatics. I mean, look everywhere. at America; it's probably ninety-five percent automatics. Probably more, actually, ninety-eight percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Even why would you want to drive way. a car to change and change gears? Why? Only if it was a sports car. Well, I suppose because we're so used to. I suppose because we're so used to doing it. I, when I went to Australia uh, about three years ago, and I drove, I was driving uh, over there, and I drove an, an automatic car, and I must say, I didn't feel comfortable. Right. <laughs> you know, so it, it's just. I remember the first time I drove an automatic car. I was in America. <laughs> on the break. I was. I actually went to American holidays, and I rented the car out, and I'd never driven an automatic in my life. 
And the guy said to me, it's easy. Just put one foot there, one foot there in your ground. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. And he told me, whatever you do, don't touch the brake with your left foot. Because it's yeah. a habit that people, you know, because we're used to using our left right. foot in the clutch. Yeah. But what's the first thing I did going out of the car park? I put me, went to put my foot in the brake and I used my left foot nearly went through the windscreen. So I don't know yeah, what it is. Mashing, you can't... mashing the clutch. Yeah. That wasn't there. Yeah, I went to put my foot in the clutch, put my foot in the brake and nearly went through the window of the car. So uh, yeah, they take a little bit of getting used to, but I have to be honest, the new automatics nowadays, Helena, you, you wouldn't yeah. even, you don't even feel them changing gear. Uh, well, I won't be buying, I won't be getting anything else at this stage, I'm afraid. The one I have what are you driving now? What's, what car have you got? I've, I'm driving a Corsa. A Corsa. For years and years and years. I've been driving one for about 30 years. Oh, well, they're not a, Opel Corsa is not a bad old car. Are you no, know I, I, mean? love, I love the Opel Corsa. Oh, okay. It's a 1.4, so. So how many Corsas have you had? Well, between the Corsa and the, uh, first one is the other one, the Opel. Cadet? Cadet, yeah. Uh, between those two, I suppose, what, five or six. I don't change my car every year. What was your first car? My first car was an, a white Opel Cadet. What was your first car, Neil? Oh, no, sorry. Oh, my gee. first car was a Simca back in 1975. A Simca? I haven't even heard that name in years. <laughs> a Simca. The first car I drove and was, I got in, my... was a Volkswagen Beetle here in Ireland. My first car was uh, a Fiat 127. <laughs> yes, brilliant. And my, my first uh, car, I, I got my car, I got my insurance, and I got the tax for less than a thousand euro. A pound at the time. Mm. That was good going. I remember. I, I remember my Fiat 127. It had a hole in the floor, and it was also a hole in the exhaust. So the exhaust fumes came into the car as you were driving. So you'd always have a headache by the time you were finished on a journey. And on top of that, during the winter, there was the heating didn't work, so the ice would be on the inside of the window, oh, not on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let me go to Neil. But I bet not. you drove it like a sports car. Oh, I thought. I thought it was great until <laughs> I was driving out of Drogheda one day, and there's a long hill out of Drogheda as you go up towards uh, Dundalk. And it, it, like, I don't even remember that. It, it's kind of it's like a long hill. But I felt like getting out and running beside the car. It was so bad. So I just <laughs> had to get a new car. You know what I mean? Listen, it was lovely talking to both of you, particularly you as well, Helena. And, and good luck and safe and good health to you both of you. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, thanks, thanks very much, today. Bye, bye, bye. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Loads of people text again. Somebody says, will you tell your learned DJ it's not Coppus Mentis, it's Coppus Mentis. And not particularly... Particularly, and finally, it's not government, it's government. I have never said government, or I've never said particularly, or what's the other one you said? Copus mentus. Copus mentus. It's the way I'm saying it. If you don't understand me, there's nothing I can do about it. Listen carefully. We don't all speak perfectly. I'm pretty sure now we could bring you in here. Let's see how well you speak and articulate your words. Listen to the radio station for the content. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.